0: Green sake teaching a love talk myself my reason game changers this is Miss Kingcan love radio I hope y'all feeling blessed and love and all the good things on this day has to bring okay so today's topic is dishonest guilt. People that we're letting in and out our lives are bringing dishonest guilt to the table instead of compassion and understanding. (laughs) You've forgiven them, but somehow they have did a 360 on. (laughs) They threw the guilt on you. They threw the shame on you, and you're sitting there like, "I'm sorry." You did all this damage. You caused all this pain. And some people will play victim in order to not take responsibility for the pain they have inflicted, for the suffering they've caused, for the heartache and damage they have inflicted. (laughs) And now it's to the point that when somebody apologizes, if they don't apologize all the way, it's just like, what, what did you bring it up for? It's because they want you to take responsibility instead of them. It's because it's like some people could come like, yeah, man, I, I'm just sorry how I treat you. But then it's just like they didn't actually know. They didn't even bring up exactly what they did. And I even asked them, what did you do? And they're like, uh, and then it's like they don't even know what they did because they did. Well, they're not sorry. And to me personally, when somebody has to flip it and they can't take responsibility for themselves, it just shows you how insecure and how toxic they are. When people have conditioned love, when people have uh, bring up your past and and frustration, and they don't want to change and they, they act like they can't change, and they they're this they they're using manipulative ways, as in the love hate thing, you know, and they draw you in, and then it's just like. You you think that everything's good, and then they make they leave you feeling guilty. Oh, if I I don't have nobody in my life, you know, like just and knowing that you have other responsibilities. And to me personally, people who don't understand what you have going on in your life—you got kids, you have bills—you can't just give your all. You can give to people, but there's limits. You have time. You have to have time to take care of yourself. You have the time to put, you know, money in in your church. You have to have time to get back to your household. You have to have the energy for you. Because some people will leave you feeling guilty because you didn't help them, and you've helped them how many times? <laughs> you know, you bail them out how many times? And sometimes you just gotta have the strength to walk away. Sometimes you just have to say, say no is enough. enough is enough. I have to move on you don't, you're, you're getting too comfortable with being helped, you know, and it's, it's called, I call it pampered lies, I'm going to go into that some other time, but it's like, they're, they're so used to accepting the, the convenience of you, and that your heart's like pretty much in danger, because you're sitting there thinking, it's like some of abuse, (laughs) And and you're going to walk around putting yourself in that that atmosphere thinking that if I just do this, that maybe they won't think that we have anything, a problem between us. And that's not the case because if you notice it's a pattern, you know, oh, it's it's my only grandchild and they're not good grandparents, you know. What are they teaching? Are they smoking and drinking? I mean, are they gonna keep the the same cycle going on? That's what's going on in my household. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, are are they are they getting a job? Are they trying to just sitting on the couch playing video games all day? It's like you can't sit there and cripple people and expect a good outcome, and then they try to throw guilt with if maybe if you was a good miss me off that. Maybe if you. He's my only grandchild. Well, if you step up and be a grandparent, maybe this will be better. You know, I'm trying to be a mother. I'm trying to be a father. But you haven't been in my life for 30 years. <laughs> so it's like when people try to pull that guilt trip and they're not coming from a genuine place and you see a pattern. Yeah, it's, it's cool to give somebody a chance. I'm not saying that. What I'm simply saying is if they keep pulling that guilt trip, it's pretty much they're pulling wool over your eyes and they know that you'll take the bait. And you got to say, I see it dangling and I'm not going to take it because this is a pattern. And until you break this cycle and actually really want to change, I'm sorry, man. And you acknowledge responsibility for all the hurt and pain you cause. I can't see myself putting myself yourself in this presence because to me personally, it's just time consuming. And it's brought enough pain for me. All right. I don't know what this for. But yeah, uh, stay tuned. <laughs> but maybe I'm tripping. All right, y'all. Peace. All right, we're back with maybe I'm chipping. Maybe I'm chipping. But how do these gnats? know when water is coming. Do they have sensors on those little little fly bodies of this? I mean, you telling me Did I pour a cup of water and a gnat comes? You outside, how did you even get in here? <laughs> I mean, have you ever wondered how did they get in the house? A gnat, like they just come out of nowhere. A fly, you have to let them in. You know, don't let you know that saying your grandma always said, keep that door closed, put the screen door on. Cause you're going to let the flies in. You know what I'm saying? The bees, and flies. Even roaches creep <laughs> somewhere. But a gnat is like, how did it even get in there? You see what I'm saying? Have you ever noticed that? They always come with water. You just change the water in your fist tank. Here comes a gnat. <laughs> you have a leaky faucet. Here comes a gnat. <laughs> come around swimming pools though have you ever noticed that have they they never come around lakes you might get mosquitoes but why does a gnat come on when it's in a household basis (laughs) maybe i'm just maybe i'm just that (laughs) observed all right y'all peace All right, all right, we're back with some level-head love. Where we not only try to give love, faith, and hope to those who give it, but those who need it in return. All right, all right, first and foremost, outs goes to the first and the head honcho, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Without him, there is no me, no we, no us, no you. And the Baker clan, yes, my fam, Donovan, and my sweet pea, Alan Lurie, you know? Um... See here, I got to give a shout out to Helena and her husband, the Coxes. Helena Cox and her husband, I uh, can't think of his name, someone with a D. Is it Darren? Uh, shout out to them, my church. You know, they've been trying to have a kid for about six years and they almost gave up. And they announced recently. They are expecting, praise God! Praise God! That's a shout out definitely to Helena and her husband on their baby due in October. Man, that is good. Um, I just want to say, y'all pray for me, (laughs) me and my family, getting a lot of uh opposition going because it seems like the closer you get to your destiny. The closer the devil is trying to throw everything he's got. All right, so pray for me and head Radio, Levelhead Radio crew. On that, that we can stand. For it says, "No weapon formed against we shall prosper." It's just dealing with it. Is you know it? You don't. You think that it's. It feels like it's going to prosper. It feels like you roasting sometimes. You know, you under a hot light. <laughs> but you got to remember that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And God is in control. You know. All right, y'all. Stay tuned. For ease, I'm mine. All right. Peace. Alright, we're back with we'll ease our minds. When we have to unwind, stop thinking about it. it's gonna be a rain day tomorrow. And start thinking about what we're gonna cook, you know, how it's gonna taste. And that bed is waiting for us sooner than later. Alright. Let this get in our headspace and some good music that's gonna uplift us. Talk to us and confirm the message that God wants to give us. All right? Stay tuned. Yes. Peace. to come to an end. My friends, man, man, man. You know, I've had so many people blame me for things I had no control of. Heck, I wasn't even living at their house when they blame me. (laughs) And I look at them now and I'm like, is that what it's going to take for you to feel good about yourself? Is that what it's going to take to make you sleep at night? I feel sorry for you. And I'm going to pray for you that you come to to a realization, you know, that you are the person that can only forgive yourself. God forgives you. But at the end of the day, you have to come to real terms and say, look, man, acknowledging that you are at fault. That's, what, that's the process of growth. That's the way you step up and step out and things start to... Because nobody's going to want anybody on their team nobody's gonna want to promote somebody who's trying to put blame on somebody else you know that's why they have HR (laughs) you know they're the person who sees the real fault person at fault and they're like that's why they have judges you know but you know of course there's crooked ones but they're being paid And, and and if you have those people who are gonna tag team on you because they just want somebody else to blame You could be the sweetest, nicest person in the history of the world and they still blame you, you know? Sometimes it's because you're too strong. It's because you're too passionate. It's because of something that you carry, you know? And it's not that you have a bad heart. It's not that you're a bad person. It's sometimes that we care too much that we put our heart out there and then we expect people to do the same, but then we get returned disappointment, heartache, You know, and what I learned in with this subject, dishonest guilt, is that when you're dealing with manipulated people, and you see that they have faulty ways, if you see that they're gonna just always play the blame game, don't put them, don't put yourself in that predicament. You know, Um, I have family members. Every time I come around them, now I just distance. I, I show love from the phone. Or if that, Facebook. If that, that is prayer, you know? <laughs> because some people just want to transfer negative energy. They always want to know, you know, your details and your life. And then they want to throw that back um, like an under- uppercut. <laughs> you know, you remember when you put me, you, you was in that coma and you cost me over $50,000. And it's like, dude, for heaven's sake, the person was in the coma. <laughs> you going you gonna make them hot forever? You, you remember when you was banging, you got our house shot up? You remember when you was on drugs and I had to get you out of that crack house? It's like, how, they're gonna put that, that guilt on you, you know? And you gotta realize that. You can motivate somebody with this. Somebody's gonna see you for the change that you bring. Somebody's gonna see, you know, the influence that you have with that story, that that testimony that, that of change. And when you have people who make you feel guilty, they need a heart check, and it's not gonna come from you because they're gonna. While you're in the presence, some people need to experience your absence. For a little while. and Until they get to the presence. And some people just going to have to have your absence. They just going to have to see. They probably. They're going to have to get used to it. Because they're going to see fault in you. They're going to put blame on you regardless. It going to be the little things. And the little things are also the tipping points. That make you go insane. You know. That make you think about suicide. And make you get depression. And you don't want to put yourself in those situations my friend. Believe me. <laughs> Alright y'all. this concludes the segment I love you God loves you and remember from the ground up God will meet you halfway peace Kendra Warriors